Welcome back. Sit back and grab a snack. You're with me and my co-host Matt on First Listen Media. How is everyone doing today? What is up, my dude? Yes, it is me. I'm back by popular demand of really just me. But I am Matthew Thomas, the creator of Super Cool Radio, plus the co-host for these broadcasts. I am here. I'm going to be talking, and I hope to entertain you. Likewise. I'm just here to have a good old time, spinning our favorite music, hearing what's new to come out, and we always get to have fun guests once in a while. We do have for you today, very unique too, but we'll get into that later. Shall we start things off? Good chap. I think we should kick it off. I don't know what's with the British influence, but let's do it. I was playing with a friend today who is British, and he says that all the time, and I just kind of stuck. But yeah, let's get started. I will be starting things off. One of my personal favorite bands of all time has released yet again another single. We played their stuff last Last broadcast, the October broadcast, and another one. We play their stuff a lot, and I always love hearing what they have to release. And that band is, as you all know, Sun Singer. We're hitting it off again with them first, just like the last one. And this new song is called Nightmare Frontier. One of their heavier tracks, if I may add. Among everything I've heard, this one sounds so close to death metal, but I still love it either way. Carrie has those insane vocals, as always. She can go from soft to hardcore in a second, and I love that. Yeah, I couldn't tell that Sun Singer is one of your favorite bands. It's not like you're wearing the t-shirt while we're recording this. I know, right? I got two posters on the back. One signed. Sunsinger is amazing, uh, not only for uh, Carrie's Extreme and incredible vocals, but also the whole band, too. They are a great, cohesive unit, and they really have their sound down, I think, for really what they want to represent and present. They have a very unique and really great sound. They honestly do, and they're so much fun to chill with, too. Plus, they do some of the most funniest streams on Twitch I've seen. That is true. And now, without further ado, here is Nightmare Frontier from Sunsinger. This is Carrie from Sunsinger and you're listening to First Listen Media.
And bring the band, we have another new single from another GI Records artist. She is Sharon out of Colorado, and that song was Invisible. Brand new single, as I said. And what I really like about Invisible is that it's really building off her previous album, which was Morbid Illusion. I think that album, she really found her sound and her style writing and recording that album. And Invisible really, I think, could fit on Morbid Illusion. If you put Invisible on Morbid Illusion, you could not tell the difference between what was the new single what was that album because it just blends so well and she's really finding her writing style she's really progressing and i think she's just getting better and better with every release her flow has definitely been a thing of pure beauty especially with morbid illusions invisible her style is just beautiful beyond comprehension like she's up there with sun singer in terms of my top favorites yeah she definitely is she's really working on her craft which is music and songwriting and she's doing really well at it again you can really see the progression from when she started and up until the new single Invisible. She is just progressing so much and really just building a nice catalog of music. Couldn't agree more, good sir. Up next is a pick of my choosing. This is from my friends City of the Week. I had the opportunity to see them on a Super Bowl Sunday, which to me, if uh, it's watching Super Bowl or going to an actual concert, I will take going to an actual concert, not to offend any football watchers or players or anything like that, but I had a really great time they were on tour with vampires everywhere and it was a great show nice to see them really rock out and every time i see them they always sound really good and deliver a real rock show always fun to hang out and i got to chat with them before and after the show it was a really great time and i highly recommend if you see city of the week which i'm going to coming up in april because they're going on tour with lydia can't breathe i'll be seeing them in portage indiana on april fool's day so i might be up to some shenanigans during that day as well Dude, that's great and honestly i'm the same way like even though football is all right i do like football i will choose a concert over a football game any day because my life's all about music man 100 percent agree with that without a doubt so i'm gonna pick this one of my favorite songs is off their pulling teeth album this is censor this by city of the week give it a listen
And guess what? I'm also coming back with this segment because I followed up City of the Week with Ashes of Autumn and their brand new single, The Time. Really great rock band from Australia. They submitted to my station, Super Cool Radio. What I really like is another great rock band with some great vocals, but I like the little inclusion of the time clock at the beginning of the song. I thought that was really good and really fit in and really set the mood for the song. But definitely check out Ashes of Autumn. They really bring a lot of energy with their music as you can tell with the brand new single they have their own great sound and i'm really digging the energy they're bringing with the music yeah, i love that too i love when bands throw in sounds from things that are instruments like one band i worked with they're a death metal group from tennessee there's one song they have and out of nowhere the riffs are getting calm and heavy and all of a sudden you just hear a giant church bell and i'm like Bruh. Oh, that was so good. I really like when bands do that as well, or like samples, like you hear like from a TV show or a movie or something, they'll throw in a little bit of dialogue, like, you know, Rob Zombie and White Zombie really did yeah. that a lot. But I really like that because it adds another layer to the music, plus it can really help progress what the story is in the music by adding these little different elements, and it really sets the tone, like the church bell and the metal music. Fits perfectly. You know what I'll do? Next broadcast, I'll play that song. I'll do it. You should. And now, my turn to play some tracks i got another song from my friend one of the youngest artists i've had on my show i think he's probably 17 or 18 now but i worked with him when he was 16 max diaz and we're gonna play how's your life this one is really chill and laid back the way the instruments are and the vocals but the song itself is just simply beautiful the music video he did for it he used old school tech i think because it looks like it was recorded in the 80s or 90s that's how it sounds too like it sounds like a song from that time and the effects are there everything and it's just so beautiful beautiful in my opinion the dude is a solo artist too on top of it everything is done by himself guitar drum vocals the whole thing is done solo his friends will help him shoot videos get more people in the videos but the music is done just by himself and i think that's amazing i think that's very impressive for being how young he is still a teenager and he's doing all this stuff pretty much by himself especially music wise but also being very creative with it. and i think that helps for 
him being such a young age. He's very creative and he's trying a bunch of different things to see what he likes and what other people like as well. I think that's very important, especially starting off in your teenage years. You have to find what you like and then build off that. And I think he's doing exactly that. Exactly, man. He actually released a new single recently too. And I've had to listen to it. It's really good. I personally love it. It's called F, oh, I'm not going to say the whole word, but F you mean. And he released that on February 14th. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, what is the track we'll be playing for this broadcast? We will be playing How's Your Life. Let's spin it. Hello, my name is Max Diaz, and you're listening to First Listen Media.
said, boy, you need a shrink to keep things a size that you can't manage. And I did not think I'd refer when size kept to their damage. Tangled in the door.
we're going to follow that one back with another song. And the other song you just heard was Unrelatable Content from Baby Got Back Talk off of their Gender Reveal Party album back in 2020. This band's a lot of fun, too. Working with them was great. I was a big fan of them actually before the pandemic hit. So working with them was dream come true for me because it's always fun working with a band you admire before you, you even started your podcast. Very diverse yeah. group of people, too. Yes, it is really cool, especially to work with bands who you really like. Before I even started my show, I was like, oh, if I could interview this band, it'd be so awesome. Like Edge of Paradise. Uh, as a fan of them before I started my uh, podcast and then I actually got to interview them. It was so cool. It makes a better interview when you're already a fan of a band and then you start a project or a podcast or whatever and then you have them on. It just makes it so much better because it comes off more genuine, even though I try to be as genuine as I can, but it comes off even more authentic because you can see the excitement or you can hear the excitement in someone's voice when uh, you work with people who you really look up to admire and like. I currently label 10 groups I did that with. Hulu, Arrival of Autumn, Project 86, Edge of Paradise, so many. Baby Got Back Talk, Dolgener, like all of them I have been huge fans of, plus more I'm not going to mention because I don't want to take too much time out, but it's like I have been fans of so many bands and I got to work with just about all of them and it's been a huge blast for me. Yeah, I bet, especially again, the opportunities, you never know what is going to uh, happen or come your way when we started doing this and it's just so cool like the stuff you kind of dream about actually happens it's such a beautiful feeling honestly 100% agree but now I'm going to feature some uh, picks of my choosing now because I'm the co-host I get to do fun stuff like this <laughs> and this was another great submission I had for my station they are Red Star and what was cool about them is unfortunately when they started this band it was at the beginning of 2020 and obviously I don't have to really go through 2020 was 2020 uh, so they had these great plans in the works and unfortunately Unfortunately, they all fell through because 2020 was 2020. So instead, they took it digitally. They started doing stuff more digitally. They were sending tracks back and forth to each other. They were trying to promote their band uh, through the social media networks and all of that stuff. And you can really see all of their work really paying off. I know it's been two years, but they've been really hitting everything really hard. And this new single, Do It Again, is some great music because it blends a little bit of that alternative metal side with some great hard rock guitarists as well. And I really like that combination. I think it works so well for them. It is very catchy as well with the song lyrics, especially when he says, do it again. And I think it comes together really nice. And it's also a very unique style of music that I think they pull off very well. I couldn't agree more. And like you said, the style is really good. Like all bands have their style and they definitely have mastered theirs. I think so. And I think they throw in a lot of different elements, which I think helps uh, kind of to diversify everything because I mean, every band does have its style, which is true. But sometimes you really have to be a little bit out of the box with everything just to stand out even more because there's hundreds of thousands of bands everywhere so you have to really get your sound down where it's not going to be copied or duplicated by somebody because like, there's a bunch of modern rock bands and I'm not saying any of them are bad or anything but there's so many that you really have to throw in a different style to diversify and separate yourself from everybody. Yeah, and that's so hard for some bands to do nowadays because of all the bands that exist. Finding your sound is probably the biggest obstacle you got to hit first. I definitely agree with that because without uh, having a unique sound or at least a calling card or trademark, it's hard to really get noticed, especially with everything because, I mean, anyone could record music and put it on Spotify nowadays, which, I mean, it's great. It's being very accessible for everybody, but also makes the competition so much more harder. Yeah. So without, sorry, I went on a little bit of a rant there, with everything without further ado this is red star with their brand new single do it again check it out
And hey, hey, I guess what? I'm coming back for this segment as well. That was my friends, Taylor Road with Final Blow. And very recently, it's a nice tie in here, not like I was planning this or anything. I recently had the opportunity to interview Taylor Road at the Rockstar Lounge in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It was a really great time hanging out with those dudes. We had a really great interview and the Rockstar Lounge was very accommodating with allowing us to film and to do the interview and take photos, video, all that stuff. They were really cool with all of it. And what I really like about Taylor Road is the way they're able to perform some really great covers. They did a killer cover of White Stink, Still in the Night, and then they can pull out a cover like Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade. That kind of uh, range of styles of covers that they're able to pull off and do it well, not like just do a cover and go, eh, it kind of sounds good. They nailed both of those. And for very different styles of music, they pulled it off very well. And also their original music, like Final Blow, is very intense. Some really great hard rocking music. But I like all their songs are like a little bit different. They haven't released too many songs. They have three singles out right now, but they're all uniquely different. They all tell very different stories. That's amazing, dude. Being able to switch up their style like that too, that takes skill. That's not something you can just pull off. No, it's not. And for being how young they are, they're all in their early 20s. And oh, wow. uh, and, and uh, one is actually still a teenager. So to do that and to do that very well at how young they are, I think is extremely impressive. That is one hell of a talent. Well, not talent. I We shouldn't say talent because you're not just born talented. No, that's, that's skill right there. I, I would say yes. I think the skills they have are very impressive. You know, sometimes you do get the little talent where people pick up stuff uh, easier than other people. But honestly, it is all work, especially when you're a musician. It takes work. And, you know, yeah, you have a little bit of luck with everything, but you still have to have the hard work to go with it. Nothing happens just overnight or by itself. Uh, you have to have the hard work to go with it, and they certainly do. I couldn't agree with that statement any more than I already do right now, because that has definitely shown in their music. I can agree on that. It definitely has. And a fun fact about the Rockstar Lounge, it used to be a former strip club. Just letting you know. know. Good to know. Random, <laughs> random facts, the more you know. Exactly. I just wanted to throw that in there because I thought it was very funny. Still a really great place. So if you're in Fort Wayne, Indiana, uh, head over to the Rockstar Lounge because they always have good shows. I'll definitely check that out one of these days when I get the chance. And now let's get into DI Records. This upcoming song from Reality Suite, Sleep With Ghosts, is very unique. Because isn't the one they did it with Oren? Yes, the brand new single collaboration with Oren. It's kind of funny. I had the opportunity to interview both these bands and now they're working together. So I think that's same. Oh, no, not, not Oren yet. I have to work with Oren. I do recommend working with Oren because I know they're a lot of fun and they don't take themselves very seriously. Make sure to check out Reality Suite and Oren's new single, Sleep With Ghosts, when it is available in April. Right now, we are going to feature a killer song by Reality Suite. Here is is wrong with me what is wrong with me what is wrong with me i can't breathe i can't even speak what is wrong with me what is wrong with me am i really that f***ing crazy
And then coming back after that DI Records doubleheader that was Dancing with Ghosts and their latest single that is still Remains, I really enjoy Dancing with Ghosts and the way they do a bunch of different genres of music. Every single is pretty much a different genre of music and Still Remains is no exception. It is a little bit darker, I think, with the style and the mood of the song. It's also a little bit more mellow with the way they present the music. But overall, I think it's really great. And again, I think every single they've released is just stronger and stronger. You can really tell they work really well together. I'm talking about Josh and Stephanie. They write some really great music and it's kind of cool. Like some songs, Josh will sing pretty much most of the songs. Stephanie will have a little background vocals or another song. Stephanie will be the lead vocalist and Josh might not even be in the song. So it's really cool that they just play to their strengths. Whatever the song calls for, one or both of them will sing depending on what the song is. It's so good how they do that too because they let each other basically take leads on what song idea each one of them has. Like Dirty Oxygen, for example, was a really good one. Yes, it was. And I know that was uh, pretty much uh, Josh's uh, brainchild with that one. I know Stephanie just came in for a little bit of backing vocals at the end of the song, but that was that song was pretty much written uh, mostly by Josh. And then with Stainless Static, it was basically reversed because she did most of the vocals for that one. Yes, they uh, again, they work really well together and you can really see that in the music and also their music videos. There's an outtake video on their channel of the music videos. I don't know if you've seen that. I watched that a few times. Again, they work so well together and they don't take themselves like super seriously with what they're doing. So they can have fun. They can make jokes. They can laugh. And uh, I know they tried a few different music video ideas and they go, yeah, it just didn't work. We don't know what we were thinking about that. It just didn't work. They have a lot of good joke ideas. We both know that one. Yeah, again, another great band to work with. I mean, we could say that for every band. We work with all of them. I know we repeat that line a lot, but we're not lying about it. We're being totally honest because each artist we work with is great. We've never had, I've never had a bad show. I don't know about you, but I haven't had a bad show yet. I don't think I've had a bad experience uh, with anyone I've worked with. I'm hard on myself when it comes to interviews. So like, if I don't think an interview was great, it's maybe because I missed something or I wasn't uh, you know, feeling the greatest. So I didn't come off as energetic as I try to be. But I don't think I've had a bad experience working with a band. Yeah. I think that's really great. And it also shows the caliber of bands we work with that they are professional. If we, you know, set up a date to interview or to do something that they are there, that they are uh, happy to share the interview when it is released and they're, you know, supporting uh, the podcast even after we've interviewed them. We've ne- I've never had a bad guest and I know you haven't either. Just shows how high quality and high caliber the underground really is. I think it also shows how dedicated they are because again, I know a lot of, uh, you know, radio stations and other podcasters don't really dip in to the underground very much. You know, they don't think it's going to sell. They don't think it's a high enough numbers, you know, all that stuff. I know we don't really worry too much about numbers and all that stuff, which I think, you know, you have to at some point. But for right now, obviously, we are doing this because we love it. I think that really shows with people. And I think that's really the drawing point with both of our podcasts. We're presenting music that we really like, telling people, we're putting it out on the internet saying, check out this band, like a neon sign saying, check this band out because they are really good. Definitely. And I think it's an awesome thing that we do that because the underground doesn't get enough love. They need more. True that. And now we are at our halfway point of the broadcast and we have a guest again. Finally, after like a few months, we have another guest. And this one is not even a band. It's really diverse, though. I love it. It is a metal music cooking show that is called Metal Chopping Block. It's done by these two dudes and they are in Canada. Great guys. We are excited to speak with them, hear about what they 
they do and why they do it. Because honestly, metal and cooking, hey man, you got metal music blowing, you got the knife chopping up the food, you're, you're good. But I, I love how, I love that people made a podcast. That's great. I think it's a very unique podcast and I think it's been really great to chat with them. I want to hear their creative uh, mindset and how they even think about it. Like I've listened to like New Year's Day making breakfast. So like I can totally see the connection between like metal music and making food because it makes making food a lot easier. Dude, I was listening to um, Cattle Decapitation as I was flipping burgers on the grill a few days ago. <laughs> that sounds intense. It was. It was. Um, the song was Bring Back the Plague. And then after that was Soil the Stillborn. So I'm over here just jamming out flipping burgers. My family's like, what are you listening to? I'm like, you don't want to know because you're going to hate it because I'm like the only hardcore metal head in my entire family. But it's so funny just getting the reactions. The, there's always that one metal head in the family. But it's kind of funny cooking burgers and uh, the song has plague in its title. It's kind of ironic. <laughs> that fits so well for 2020. It's so sad, but it fits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a shame. But at least we have like infinite material because of 2020. Fair enough. Honestly, that is a very good point. And without further ado, here are the two boys from the Metal Chopping Block. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Very nice to meet you guys. Very nice to have you guys on the show. I definitely look forward to uh, interviewing you guys. Uh, I know uh, you guys are just coming off a show, so I know you've uh, got some alcohol and some food in you guys. How did the show go? Excellent. Yeah, it was kick-ass. We did a, a duck today with a pan-seared uh, orange sauce. It was fantastic. First time we're trying it. Awesome. And then we had one of our sponsors with the Zambuca, so we've had a few. Well, we did flaming Zambucas, Zambuca in espresso plus just shots all together it's uh it, it was a good episode <laughs> we're feeling good nice i would be too after all that dude honestly same so <laughs> tell us a bit about your show well i'll tell you a little bit about me and nick first off we uh we used to be in a band way back in the 80s oh yeah and uh, the name of the group was called deadly blessing so our friendship has gone back since i guess high school pretty and, much uh, yeah. yeah we were young with uh, great aspirations we were in the music scene and uh, you know life just kind of uh a cut up and we uh kind of went our separate ways for a little while but life always catches up to you. I'm 55, Sam's 54, he'll be 55 this year. So yeah, life catches up, it changes. Yeah, I don't look 54. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, just to tell you a little bit about myself, I uh, own a media company and Nick and I have been talking about putting together a show for a couple years and, uh, you know, we just talking about it, talking about it. And then finally, uh, during, uh, I guess, COVID, we had some time and uh, we decided to put our words into action and start to show up. And then once we started, it was just like, you know, the light bulb kind of went off and was like, hmm, this is actually really good. So that's where we're at. And uh, yeah, we've been having a really good time. Sounds like a blast. Sounds like us. Well, me. Can I start a myself up in the pandemic and then that's how i met matt over here and a bunch of other people who i work with now and i couldn't be any happier you guys have a, a very interesting i think very entertaining concept of obviously combining metal music with cooking uh, i'm always entertained by uh watching you guys show because you keep the energy up you keep very lively and a lot of fun as well i had this concept for this show and me and sam talked about it a lot now in the beginning a lot of people said no don't put music involved don't change it up but the whole point always was we love food we love booze and we love metal and we always wanted band and music to be a huge part of the show it wasn't just about cooking music's important and i know when we were in a band we didn't have any of the stuff that everybody has today we would have loved to have the guys like yourself technology just to get us out there we didn't have that so i mean our band days are over but there's so many talented musicians out oh. there so many talented bands that we've been exposed to now since this show we have a list of guys who want to be on and i mean anything we can do to help promote anybody's stuff even if it's metal we're not into i mean we're old school 80s guys so obviously we're maidenheads we love power metal or i guess what's it called now it's called 
heavy metal now, classic heavy metal. But whether it's death metal, whatever it is, we're into supporting any band that's out there that actually practices, has some skill, and just gets themselves out there, man. We, we love it. Yeah. We oh, love yeah. It. It's exciting as anything. And meeting guys like yourself, are you kidding me? In our day, that would have never happened. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> that would have never happened. You mentioned about uh, getting monetized as well. So that's what we're at right now. We're just under 1,000 subscribers. We'll reach 1,000 before our year, yeah. Not a lot, but it's a start for yeah, us. Yeah, it's a start. So no one's helping us out with our marketing, so we're doing ourselves. Hey, everyone's got to start somewhere, right? I feel you the marketing part i mean you know for us for you guys we have to pretty much wear all the hats when it comes to like editing to uh you know filming planning the episodes marketing social media we have to do everything ourselves everything i hear you that's exactly what i'm doing but it is freeing it's very nice we're very fortunate that my son does our music so we have no copyright issues i mean i got him into metal when he was two years old <laughs> he was a metal he was a metal head his whole life so now he's more into progressive metal uh he opened me up to dream theater I had no idea this band existed. Um, we've already gone to see them four times. Yeah, it, it really helps because he does all our music for us, brings in just a, it's a different aspect. And and we're going to be putting some of our old songs. You're going to see some videos soon. Oh, yeah. So that's one of the <laughs> things that we're now, I know, with it, like we said, we're not in the music scene, but this guy here is getting the itch. And we're thinking about putting, because like, we were, we actually played a lot of originals way back, but we're coming, we're going to bring these songs back in and uh, see what happens. Yeah, we'll throw, we'll throw a few comments, a couple of things. We just have some fun. That's all it's about. Yeah. Like you guys yourselves, I'm sure you're having a ball of what you do. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. We love it. And please send us those because we will gladly play them for you. Oh, well, excellent. we're working on it right now. We're just picking on some of our old songs. Sam remembers everything. My memory, obviously. Uh, well, Nick used to be the artist. I was a singer. It's been Sing. a lot of years. I don't remember half of the songs. He does. So we're just going to pick a couple that we're going to work on. My son and myself, we recorded She's Hot and Man. Um, These are a couple of songs. And Mystique. And we have it on some of our episodes already. My kid's already taken our cool song to a whole other level. Pretty kick-ass. I can't wait to hear those songs personally. Yeah. <laughs> Old guy's trying to get up. Anyways, tell us a little about yourselves, too. You can go first, Matt. All right. I uh, Obviously, I run Super Cool Radio. I've been doing it uh, pre-pandemic since 2019. Super Cool Radio started as an internet radio station, but I switched to a podcast because it's so much more fun, less restrictions, and I can pretty much do whatever I want. My life goal is to interview Alice Cooper. Every Friday, I play one hour of music. So I try to uh, give the radio part, but also I really like interviewing people. So I try to have a nice mix of everything. So it's been going good. I've been extremely busy lately, and uh, I'd rather be busy than not. Actually, in our next episode. Yeah, our next episode. Because our next episode, we're going to do Unleashed in the East Spare Ribs. I don't know if you're familiar with Priest and the Unleashed in the East album, but we're going to throw it there. 100%. So what kind of music are you guys into? What, what genre of metal is your thing? I love almost all forms of metal just about. Like, I can go from melodic death to metalcore, 80s power metal. Like, I'm all over the place. I love music in general. Like, I can listen to all genres. I can go from smooth jazz and, like, 80s pop to just straight up melodic death. Within <laughs> 10 minutes, it's hysterical. Now, is there any genres, you know, because I know myself, there's only two genres I just can't stomach. Which ones? I can't stomach country. Mind you, I don't mind some Johnny Cash and stuff, and I can't stand hip-hop. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way about those two. But everything else, you mentioned jazz. I listen to jazz all the yeah. time. 
blues. I love folk. I can listen to everything. Hey, man, Zach, the way if, uh, I don't know if you guys uh, got it. Well, yeah, we did meet on IG, right? Instagram? Yep. In a, um, a metal chopping block world series of metal right now. And what we've done is we've just created like 15 second videos of uh, two genres of metal. And we're kind of like having them compete each other and having our uh, audience, well, our followers just vote on it. So if you guys want to check it out. We definitely will check it out. As for me, if we're talking strictly metal, my favorite is Black Sabbath. Yeah. That's yes. I try to listen to like a you know a bunch of different stuff. Obviously, my favorite is Alice Cooper. I've said that in multiple interviews over the last couple of years. Uh, but this week, I've been listening to a lot of Hollywood Undead. I just saw them live, so I've been listening to them a lot. Nice. Yeah, so you like a lot of the old stuff. Sabbath is, is a classic. I mean, they're the godfathers. Cooper is amazing what i like about alice cooper is he really helps out a lot of musicians he opens up a lot of avenues to people to get out there and he doesn't hold them to him he, he's a classy he's a classy guy i saw him live i saw him cut his own head off and hold it in his hand while he's singing i don't know how yes. that media but i don't know how he, how he pulled that one off live but anyways that was pretty cool <laughs> yeah i just saw him live uh, in uh, january what i really like he gives his musicians that he plays on stage like enough time there's always solos in almost every song they can shine in pretty much every song of that whole that list yeah he's awesome. a lot of ego there that's what i like about that dude and i think that's why he's still around and still filling up places and you have a lot of people because he's he's pretty sincere he doesn't have an ego mm -hmm. what i like with his whole stage show is he can play almost any song in his catalog and he can make it fit into the set list and he's always changing up there's always different theatrics obviously he's gonna get his head chopped off that is you know, the <laughs> of any set list of any alice cooper show but like i've seen a bunch of other theatrics like you know the whole giant Frankenstein in recent set list to um, you know stabbing a guy uh, in uh, the theater of death. He does so much different things that just all fit in the Alice Cooper realm. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I don't want to be one of these old guys, you know, new stuff, but you don't see that a lot in a lot of new metal. That theatrics, the way you used to see like that. I think it's more rare. I'm not saying it's not there because I think some of these northern bands from northern Europe that are really into it, they really get into the uh, visuals. But it's a small genre. See it as a main thing. Like Cooper, when in his day, he was pretty mainstream he was big oh, yeah. he, he definitely was and i think he was like one of the trailblazers for that kind of style of uh theatrics including like uh what do you call like vaudeville with uh you know music and you're right you see it kind of in like the arena like bands like i know metallica used to do like a bunch of flames and stuff and had like their whole thing but like you don't see it a lot with uh, a lot of bands nowadays especially up and coming bands no you don't i love theatrical music melodic music that's why i mean it's funny when i got into maiden i was a judas priest and I still love priests, but it took me a lot of years to admit openly that I like Maiden better than priests. <laughs> it was different when we were young guys. You weren't allowed to like different genres. You had to like only one, and that was it. Well, you, there was only one really at the time. Heavy metal. No, but for us, but you weren't allowed to like. Yeah, I, 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 I can admit stick. this out loud. I kind of like Duran Duran, but I couldn't admit it out loud. I had to be quiet. I had to just admit it to myself and listen to it myself because if you admit it out loud, all your buddies would break your balls. You'd be done. I like what today you can like a lot of different genres no, and no, it's cool. This is on record, Duran Duran. Yeah. <laughs> Wild Boys. <laughs> hey, I'm not hating any Duran Duran. Same. Yeah, that's example. not me. Yeah, no. I'll give you an example. Yeah, he was into Prince. <laughs> Fuck you, Prince. <laughs> hey, Prince is a legend. Nah, not for me. Hendrix is more of a legend than me. But see what I mean? That's what, that's what he's talking about. Hendrix! 
Oh, I love Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, my favorite song is Hey Joe. I yes, like that. That's a really good one. Oh, yeah, but Hey Joe is my favorite song with him. The guy is a kick-ass. Purple Haze was one of my personal favorites. Yeah, great song. They're all good. I mean, the guy was uh, he was influential. He inspired a lot of people, and he has so much groove. Oh, yeah. Prince? Oh, no, 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 not Prince. I'm not Prince. About? Jimi Hendrix. Oh, Jimi The original. The guy was awesome. He looked great on a guitar, playing with his tongue behind his head, dropping hits of acid, just going wild, whammy bar. He did a lot of stuff that nobody was doing at that time. It was kick-ass. I, actually, he inspired K.K. Downing, who was one of my heroes when I was a young boy from Judas Priest. Sorry for all these old references, boys. Oh, no, you're good, dude. I love all these bands, too. Like, Judas Priest, huge fan of them. I love them. They were killer. I know when I got into metal, believe it or not, I was into 50s and disco when I was a little boy, right? And then Black Sabbath got me into metal. Early Van Halen. ACDC. Yeah. ACDC got me later. They're good. Just a good feel-time music, but I mean, three-chord rock, very good at what they do. But But once uh, I listened to Iron Maiden, that was it for me. Yeah, me too. Maiden was just up the irons, man. Like I said, they're my religion. Like, they inspired my whole life. Well, going back to now when we were in a band, we, like I said earlier, we were in an all-original band. We did that for a few years, and then we realized that uh, at the time, people wanted to hear covers. So we got a new guy in our band. Joe, Joe Randazzo. Joe Randazzo. Hey, Joey. And uh, he he kind of persuaded us to get into, to do some covers. So we decided to do a Iron Maiden tribute band. And that was pretty tough singing Bruce Dickinson, I'll tell you. Yeah, we did a lot of Deano songs in Dickinson. It was pretty yeah. Kick ass. Yeah. I mean, uh, good times. Well, we had fire. We had smoke. We put a lot of money in our stage show. It was pretty cool. Actually. No, well, just like <laughs> just like this show here, we put everything that we've got into it. Put all our energy, all our passion, all our money. Um, nothing's free, right? You know, I'm doing production and. Uh, yeah, so there are expensive, but we just love what we're doing, so we just do it and hope for the best, you know? We kind of got that dream again, you know? When we were kids, we were, like, uh, gung-ho about making it and, you know, that rock and roll. Buy a bus, go to L.A., buy a gun, uh, <laughs> the whole thing. We couldn't get the money from our parents, though. <laughs> we, we got a lot of stories, and... Uh, here we are. We started the show last year, and now all of a sudden, we are just like me personally. I feel the same way as I did when I was a teenager. I, I got this like motivation and just drive to want to make it on the show. So that's and, what we're doing. And I love that guys like you at your age are still into metal, man. You no, know I mean it for old guys like ourselves when we see yeah, he that. He says old guys. I don't think I'm old yet. I'm still immature and still the same guy. He wants to be old. Let him. You can be old. But what I love is there's young dudes who are still rocking it and still loving it, this this genre is never going to die because it's fucking kick-ass. Dude, I still blast Judas Priest vinyls. That little brown thing you see behind me with, with the um, speakers on it is filled with records. <laughs> I, I'm always playing vinyl. Yeah, yeah, I, I listen to vinyl all the time. I smoke a joint, have a drink, have my whiskey, and I just put on some vinyl and just go back to the way the music is supposed to be listened to from the beginning to end, not just sound bites. It's everything, man. Yeah, that's, that's the best way to listen to music, the whole song full way through. Right. You want to get real original, the whole album all the way through. Not many people do that anymore. Oh, because the album makes sense. Like You look at a band like Pink Floyd. You can't pick a song in the middle. It's like starting a book in the middle of the book. You have to listen from the beginning of the album to the end for everything to make sense exactly like that's why i love concept albums yeah it's kick-ass what's your favorite one honestly i love everything that they've released so i can't really put my mind on a favorite because to me all music has a message all songs have a meaning you can't just favorite one without listening to the others and that's just how i listen to music like if i'm referring to my favorite band of all time here i would have to say currents because currents is what got me into this their music got me out of killing myself and i wanted to give back to music so i started this up 
right after I recovered. And honestly, best choice I ever made. We just hit one year uh, two months ago, and I, mean, I actually just uploaded episode 100 today. I got to type in the captions for that. But it's like, I've been pushing ever since I started this. I'm not slowing down. I'm doing this till I'm dead. Better to burn out than fade away, bro. Exactly. That's what's cool about metal, man. It's not a trend, not uh, a wave. It's just... It is what it is, and it's from the beginning to the end, and that's the end of it. And exactly. I, it did everything for me, too. Uh, like for, you know when they say music's my religion, Maiden's my religion, whatever band it is? It's my religion, man. Literally made me who I am today. That's how I am, too. Music is my religion, and it will never stop being my religion. That's why I love going to metal shows. Like, there's so much life in a metal concert. Whether it be just a normal show or the occasional walls of death, mosh pits. Hey, hey. Even if they're not in those, it's just the atmosphere alone just breathes life into everyone there. 100% or nothing. That's what's cool about it. And without having this following with no media. That's what's killer. The music is pure. It doesn't need all this shit to say, hey, come listen to us. People just know this shit's fucking awesome. We find it in the best place. That's why I love the underground. It's like you find some of the best stuff oh. in the underground of metal. Well, just now that you mentioned that, one of the things that have been... Uh we've talked about actually is since we've started the show we've gotten all these bands on the show and i can't tell you how many bands i am into now and, and i'm realizing there's so much talent out there and everyone is expressing themselves yeah it's, it's great there's so much talent and the only thing i hate about how short our lifespans are is that i'll never be able to listen to all of it <laughs> that's like my only regret is i won't be able to hear every single band but by doing what you're doing what we're doing what other guys are doing we're exposed to a lot more than we we would be if we were on our yeah, own because exactly. we're a team exactly we're a tribe and we open ourselves to a lot of shit and which is united cool. we stand we'll dig some shit we won't dig some other but at the end of the day you like what you like exactly the cool thing about metal is it's like that underground like you mentioned before like we don't get the publicity we don't get all the attention it's like that one club that you just gotta know you gotta be in it to know what it is you know what i mean like that secret little group but it's not secret it's massive but you know what? I know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's massive, but at the same time, a lot of people don't know what it is. So it's like, you got to be in the know to know kind of thing. That's what I was trying to get at. No, you're right. It makes it exclusive. It makes it, that's what makes it special. Well, we went to a metal concert, well, Iron Maiden, uh, what, three years ago, three, four years ago. And I couldn't believe how many young guys were into it. Like, we saw a lot of older guys there, but there was a lot of young kids. Just everybody came out of the woodworks. I was just like, holy and they smokes. Knew, they knew all the lyrics. They yeah. knew how to sing to everything. And I'm looking at their 20s. I mean, that band up there, you got Nico, who's I think 65 or 70. The average age is in their 60s. They got guys in their teens and 20s knowing all the catalog. It means this genre is not fucking dying. We rock. We no, roll. I think metal's coming back right now, especially. It, it is. I've noticed that. It never went away. I think no, you, but I mean, it's, it's starting to come alive. I think the only thing that's helping that is all these reaction videos. If you look at the reaction shit, there are all these guys from hip-hop, whatever, and nobody's reacting to hip-hop. Everybody's reacting to rock and metal. And I love watching it because they're seeing it for the first time when I was, you know, a 13, 12-year-old old dude seeing my bands for the first time and having my dick hard as shit because it was awesome you've seen these guys now and you know they're like why didn't i never hear these guys and they're expressing what i expressed when i was a, a freaking teenager and they're doing this as adults yeah. it's killer man this genre is we're the fucking best question for you guys uh what was the first concert you guys went to the first concert first? Yeah. my Good first question was iron maiden the first it? one was iron maiden yeah it was iron maiden what was it? Hold on a second. No, wait a minute. Actually, my first concert was Van Halen, 1984. 
You lucky Ooh. bastard. My first concert was Motorhead. Oh, damn. Another, another good band. Oh. Motorhead. I got to see Metallica when the bass player died and they got the new bass player on Ride the Lightning. We saw them. You weren't at that show. No, was Wasp was headlining. Exciter. Metallica was the first show. Exciter was next. Can't remember the third band. And then Wasp. And Metallica was kick-ass they were so tight they were awesome but wasp was pretty kick-ass too but yeah motorhead was my first show best first metal show best concert i've ever seen i don't know if they're really considered metal but the best concert i've ever seen was deep purple well they're hard rock oh, deep purple dude that takes me back i have um the original album for i keep forgetting the album name but it had that one song on it dun, 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 dun. Oh, oh, yeah, smoke on the water that's their yeah, song that was based on a real thing you know that right yep yeah yeah, okay. Tell us the story. Oh, they I, don't know the story. I don't know the story. They were in, was it Sweden or Switzerland? I think it was Switzerland. Yeah, and there was a, a fire in the hotel that they stayed in. Oh, Somebody okay. burnt it up, and that's what the smoke on the water was. Oh, there was a whole bunch of bands. There was a festival going on, and the hotel oh. burnt down to the ground. Oh, And because awesome. dudes were, were drinking, getting whatever, it was the whole thing. Yeah, oh, okay. It was I pretty kick-ass, yeah. Yeah, there was a, a gambling hall or casino, whatever you want to call it, and yeah, they, that's where the fire started. Man, I get my best education from metal. Was it Switzerland? I think it was. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, too. I can't remember. Yeah, it's pretty kick-ass. Awesome. No, Deep Purple's awesome, man. Child in Time. Oh. And again, Ian Gillen was Bruce Dickinson's idol. So when you hear Bruce, you can hear a lot of... I it was Dio. No, no, no. Ian oh. Gillen was his... Really? Get the fuck with you, you know. What the fuck do you know? <laughs> Dio is good, too, though. Hey, you can't rule out Dio. Are you kidding me? The One little of the best Sicilian? voices of his yeah. I, I wish he was alive because being a Sicilian, he would have loved to eat. He would have mm. loved food. We could have him on the show. We could have him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Cook a meal. No, Dio, Dio's a legend, bro. Yeah. I think, I mean, I like Ozzy, but the best Sabbath albums are the two that Dio did with him, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. You think so? Heaven and Hell Mob Rules. I'm no. sorry. Yeah, they're the best Dio for me. Was a, Dio was an amazing vocalist, too. Yeah. Like, he was so good. He was amazing. Live, he was great. He was... Uh, but you know who was good live? Hmm. I don't know if you guys would be into this type of music. Probably not, but... I thought Dee Snyder was the best performer, live performer. He was good. Like, I saw them with Iron Maiden, and he stole the show. Like, that guy is unbelievable. He, Dee Snyder was pretty kick-ass. If you see, it was a festival he did, I believe, I can't remember where it was in Europe, but guys were throwing shit at him. Really? And yeah. he said, any one of you dudes come see me after the show, I will fuck with you face-to-face. -face. Nobody came in. That, that dude's got balls. Actually, Lemmy from Motorhead came on stage and backed him up and said, these guys are fucking awesome. Awesome. And Lemmy's a legend. Whatever he says is law. <laughs> I think that was the. Uh, I think that was in Germany at the wagon. I believe. That's right. That was the show. That's right. That was. That's what, oh, yeah, you know what that was. You know what we're talking about. You guys know, know this stuff. You, know you guys know more than we do. <laughs> Even though we didn't live it, we still love it. Hey, you had to been there, man. The '80s were great. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Unfortunately, oh. I was born in the late '90s, so I didn't get to experience that. '90s. Oh my well, god. '90s for music. What do you think when the '90s was for music? A lot of punk started about around that time too, like Blink-182 and all that. So the scene was more like metal, punk. You got some Limp Biscuit as well. You can't roll that out. New metal for sure. Uh, if you're talking early 90s, uh, White Zombie kicks ass. And then plus you got Korn as well, which is like hard oh. rock. Yeah, I like White Zombie out of all the guys you mentioned. White Zombie's probably my favorite. Dude, Rob Zombie's so oh, good. Oh, Robbie's kick. He's kick ass, man. I used to play his shit to my, my kids when they were little. They used to be petrified and... I didn't think I was doing anything wrong, but they tell me now, I was like, oh my God, we were petrified, scared of playing his stuff. But I mean, he was awesome.
awesome. I mean, to be fair, the music video for Dracula did look like a massive acid trip. <laughs> that was a Probably good war. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's pretty. Well, he's a horror king, right? He loved that stuff. Mm-hmm. Since we're talking about Rob Zombie, I saw him with Horn uh, in 2016, and he would actually he actually walked through the crowd. He had like no security or anything, and he walked uh, right right past me down the aisle. So uh, that was a pretty cool moment for me. That's Lucky awesome. Bastard. Lucky bastard. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, bro. That's that's kick ass. Yeah, there was some good stuff out in the 90s. I found the 90s were was a very whiny era. Everybody was sad and whiny. Oh, uh, like grunge, the rise of grunge. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was some cool shit, which was awesome. I mean, even though I liked some of these bands, I thought glam kind of. Like, well, glam metal, there's some good glam shit, but uh, there's a lot of garbage. It's I thought that really just fucked the metal up at the time when we were coming up. Oh, it wasn't metal anymore. They went mainstream with glam. Too much hair and uh, makeup. Remember Rat? It was a formula. You had to have a, a kick-ass song, a ballad, and then an in-between song. And it was every band that came out at that point had to have that kick-ass song, the ballad, and the in-between song. Yeah. Because the record companies got involved. It was, uh, I don't know, you guys dig metal glam at all or what? Nah. Glam metal? Um, depends who it is. Yeah, there's some bands. I mean, Motley Crue, for what they are, they have some cool songs, but at the end of the day, they don't have enough. I mean, you look at them all now, there's nothing there. Guns N' Roses, there's nothing I don't like Guns N' Roses. Yeah, but you look at them now, they don't have, they didn't have the, the long life. Oh, I see the longevity, yeah. Again, Maiden, I mean, they're old boys and they still write great shit. You got all these other bands, as they get, they're done. Yeah. There's nothing good coming up. And I know some people might get upset with me, and I'm a Metallica fan. But even Metallica, their newer stuff is just kind of okay. It's There's nothing groundbreaking or nothing that's like, wow, these guys are still kicking ass. That I've heard anyways. What do you guys think about that? I agree. It's, it's like with Metallica case, it's not like their first album, which was absolutely killer. Like, it's it's just gone to, yeah. like, I'm not going to say gone to shit, because it is still good, but it's not mind-blowing like it used to be. Yeah. I was, uh, you know what ruined Metallica what? for me? What I was a huge do? Metallica fan. Until I watched their latest, there was a one documentary where they had a life coach and they're all I just I lost a lot of respect for them there it's like you guys are a band your life is great for you just enjoy it. but then you had a life coach for me it just it, it turned me off I, I just it took me down a few notches unfortunately yeah you know the one I'm talking about I do yeah now what do you think about that that documentary I would say well, I, I didn't watch all of it to be honest um, <laughs> for obvious reasons but um, I mean they have a lot of money um, and it shows they have a lot of money that they can do stuff like that like I think like James Hetfield will go to work till like four o'clock or something um, something ridiculous like that so I think it just shows that uh, they have a lot of money and um, they can pretty much do what they want enough <laughs> hmm. said there was too much whining for my cup for my thing but that's again that's just a personal opinion. Uh, Anvil, are you guys uh, familiar with Anvil at all? No, I'm not, no. Anvil is a Canadian metal band. They're a trio. They've been around forever. They should have made it big. They never did. There's a a documentary on them that's kind of depressing just because they're old dudes now still trying to make it. But they got a new album coming out. And they're still doing it, man. You know what? They're hardcore. They're a metal trio. Old school. Still putting stuff out there. I I know they love them in Asia, Japan, and stuff like that. But three guys who work normal jobs. And they're still putting out an album. Just like us. They're old than us and they haven't given up on the dream i gotta respect that a little bit check them out I if you get a chance a li- i'm gonna have to give them a listen now maybe yeah, you may get them, get them a mic not, i don't know but yeah they're pretty they're still trying to kick ass so that's you know i, I gotta appreciate that from the dudes so are you guys connected with any uh, any metal organizations or groups because we're part of metal inc i don't know if you heard of them 
I will have to look into that. Uh, yeah. Metal Incorporated? I have, I have not. Okay. Yeah, Metal Incorporated is pretty cool. He uh, incorporates a lot of different bands. Well, they, they started last year, and uh, just like all of us, you know, during COVID, and uh, they've got over now over 100 bands under their fold. And they got a couple of bands that have been signed already, too, eh? Yeah, Consciously Dying. I don't know if you heard of those guys from LA. Awesome. They're going to be on one of our videos. It's a little bloody. <laughs> they're, they're bathing well, in blood. They've already been on one of our videos. On yeah, they've been on one of our first ones, yeah. But uh, So Consciously Dying from LA, they've been signed. Who else has been signed? There's a couple other ones I got to look at. Again. Yeah. You know, honestly, I am so into the, the underground bands right now. Like like I said earlier, there's so much talent out there. And it's really intriguing to see and uh, just discovering them. It's It'd be really beautiful. cool to be connected to one of these groups and uh, help promote them and watch them come come to fruition. We got, It's cool, too. We have a lot of bands from all over the world. That's what's kind of awesome. Yeah. I, I, I love seeing guys from Greece. Guys from New Zealand. Well, here, we'll name a couple of bands off and see if you've heard of them. Lords of the Trident. I will have Check. to look them up. Check them out. Yeah, They're kick freaking ass. amazing. Oh, yeah. So really, good. really good. Uh, a band from Greece called Misty Roots. Oh, I think I've heard of them. So Misty Roots, basically, if Metallica was to have a baby, that would be Misty Root. But they still sound they like have themselves. Their own, they have yeah. their own sound. And uh, what other groups? Four Mag. I oh, like yeah. Them. Four Mag Nitro. Oh, they're, they're what do they call Four Mag Nitro? Yeah, they remind me of uh, a Motorhead, but... Oh. Southern, it's just their kick ass. So there's another group called Four Mag Nitros. Those guys from Denver, Colorado. Oh, um, Surrender <sighs> the Eclipse. Hmm. Such a good That's what band. I'm saying. So many bands out there that are just fantastic. Those guys from uh, uh, Serbia. Oh, uh, Serbia. What are they called? Um, I can't believe I can remember that. Not Chronomassi. Uh, no, oh, man, they're so kick ass. This chick, chick, she's got a killer voice, Yeah, man. she's pretty hot, too. Uh, Claymore. Oh yeah, Clay Marine. Yeah, Clay Marine. Clay Marine from oh, Serbia. So like yeah, all totally. these bands. Have you have you heard of them? Yeah, I played them on my station before. They're pretty good, right? Yeah. She could wail, eh? She's got a great yeah. voice. She's got that rasping going on, but when she hits those high notes, man, but the band is pretty solid. Oh yeah, really good. But it's there's so good. much more to it. Yeah, I can give you bands from all over the world too. I've worked with so many groups. Like oh, um, you know, okay. kind of thing. There is Dead Like Juliet from Italy, Axty, spelled A-X-T-Y, from Brazil, Atena from Norway, I'm trying to think of where else. I've worked with bands from all over the world. Sojourner cool. is a personal favorite of mine, but they're like international but they mix um like very calm in nature with melodic death and it is so good like they have a mixture of male and female vocalists the intros are always so calm and then it goes straight into the metal at the perfect moment really a good band i've been a fan of them since like she started so i having them on my show was like dream come true for me awesome people well you know what guys if you want your bands or bands that you know of to get more ears you know we would love to feature some of these bands on our show so if they've got a music video we've got our own musician doing our metal so not the music itself but music videos yeah that's something that we uh, we'll promote anything if they're into it if you can reach out we'll put them on our show yeah. give them expo as much exposure and, as we can. and likewise for us like some of your guests send them our way i'd love to work with some of the bands you've had on cool all right that sounds great we'll, we'll, do we'll that. definitely do that yeah there's some pretty cool guys out there man there's so much talent from every different type of genre too it's pretty kick-ass a lot of good stuff it's a, it's and, a bottle you know, as well you know what by ourselves we're just who we are but when we unite we can put some shit together you know what i'm saying oh yeah and that's what we're that's doing that's how we are that's how we are exactly like our show consists of me and this guy but we have all these bands and and we've all come together under a really cool collaboration and i think the show is looking pretty kick-ass it's getting there it's getting there so yeah so let me ask you guys a question i mean we've been talking about music a lot which is everything but what would you like to see us cook what do you guys like to eat hmm 
Honestly, my favorite uh, dish to eat is always a steak. So oh. something uh, along those lines, I'm in. I'm a huge steak guy myself. We've done a lot of steak stuff. We're going to do more. Uh, I'm kind of getting excited for dirty cooking. And uh, that's, where, steak, that's the next yeah, one. Well, we're, we're going to go right on the coals. But yeah. yeah, if you guys have something that you want, send it our way. We'll cook it and we'll uh, promote you guys. Say this is coming from you guys. And the whole show will be dedicated to you guys. And who knows, guys, maybe we'll come down to Connecticut and cook you guys up a, a storm or something and do a live show. <laughs> yeah, I'd love this. Yeah, but in order for that to happen, Matt, you'd have to come to Connecticut too. <laughs> uh, it might be a little bit of a drive. Far, where, where are you from, uh, Matt? Uh, I'm from Indiana. It's right below Michigan. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's what? That's near Chicago? Yeah. I have a lot of relatives in Chicago. I've been yeah, we're really, we're really, really far apart. Uh, yeah, it's like twelve hours or something. Ooh, just but, if hours. you guys ever have a suggestion of some kind of meal, send it our way, and we'll dedicate it to you, and it'll help promote you guys. Plus, yeah. give us content. Give it a really cool metal name, and we'll definitely do it for you guys. No problem. Okay. Right. And when you guys do those re-releases for the songs you guys made, we will play them on our show as well. Like, just hit us up, and we'll play them. Okay, so if Sam sends you some of the videos on there, like we'll send it your way. We'll just our Dante's music, the bands that we've had on, whatever, okay. and then we can uh, expose them on their show. Definitely. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of talented guys, and again, we're all here to help each other. And that's there's no ego. We just push whoever we can. Yeah, that's why I love metal. It's like the community is just so welcoming. It's beautiful. Because we're the coolest on the planet, bro. <laughs> it doesn't care really who are. Where you are, where you're from. Because we got the horns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's all about metal fun fun and time. That's fucking it, right? That's it. That's it, brother. Uh, exactly. Well, guys, listen, it's been great meeting you guys. I have a dinner party to get to. So we uh, probably... See what happens when you get old? You got dinner parties, you got kids, you got family. Enjoy your youth. <laughs> but I got, I got to travel to another city now. So Matt and Zach from Nick and I, from Metal Chopping Block, you know, great meeting you guys. And hopefully we can do this again. And we'll definitely send some guys your way, some names. And uh, if we can hook you up with another artist fantastic we would love to do that thank you i'm we'll the same because honestly you guys have an amazing kick-ass idea and i love it like you mix two of the best things together metal and food absolutely don't forget the drink yeah a lot of drinks too yeah. <laughs> i'm really glad you guys appreciate it um like i said we had an idea yeah. a lot of people told us it wasn't going to work slowly it looks good we ain't changing we're going to do what we want to do people dig it or don't dig it we love what you're doing. Yeah, but remember something. It's not about the end game for us. We're just enjoying what we're doing. And that's what it should be about. You just do what you enjoy love. Enjoy the ride. You know, exactly. exactly. Just do what you enjoy. Do what you love. And if something happens, great. I love that you guys are together keeping the shit going, man. This is this is what we want. We want to connect with other people. We are the majority, not the minority. I know we seem like we are, but we're the fucking majority. Who cares? We rock. Honestly, for me, it's like, I don't care if I get big or not. I'm just doing what I enjoy. Enjoy the road to the very end. No matter what happens, just keep moving forward with it. All right, boys. Let's Glad talking. Have a great weekend. Up the irons. Sempre Duro from Metal Chopping Block. We dig you, love you. Everything we do is all together. All right, Better guys. Better said it better. You guys have an awesome day. You too, guys. Nice meeting you guys. Nice talking. Likewise. Cheers, Take it easy. You too. Very nice to meet you. And that wraps up our segment for this month. Let's get right into the music. Our next song. This guy is so diverse with his music. It is my friend Nick Natoli from California. He is signed under Warner Chapel, one of the bigger music record labels 
singles out there for like rap, hip hop and all that. But that's not all he does. He has a whole album dedicated to country. He has some metal songs released, a hip hop rap album. He does everything under the sun and it's insane. He and I talk a lot recently. He wants to make music for everyone, not just a specific audience. And I think that's great. I think it really is. It is very cool that you have a genre and you know what your strengths are, but it's nice and I think it's very thoughtful to make music for different genres for that other people who might not be familiar with you can enjoy your music as well. Honestly, yeah. And with his style as diverse as it is, there is something for everybody, which I think is really cool. Like when I first found him, he reached out to me back when I was in my early episodes of Nerds Order and they just started a bond. And he's a great dude too. And like I said, he hits, he hits every genre. That's his goal is to hit every genre of music before he dies and release songs for every genre, which I think is amazing. I think that's very impressive. Uh, I know there's a lot of subgenres, so I don't know if he's going to get that far into them, but I know there's, there's quite a few main genres as well. So hope he at least hits those. And I know with the way he does music and stuff, I'm very confident he'll definitely do that before he passes. And he's releasing songs like almost on a weekly basis. Like his mind is just so full of ideas. I think, I think that's uh, some great determination and the way he's able to do it and the way he's able to pump out music and good music, not just throwing music out to throw music out, but this actually high quality music. I think it's very impressive. Honestly, it is. And this song is one of my personal favorites. It's like a mixture of metal with punk, and it is called Jealousy. Let's spin it. You want to know just where I've been, always asking way too many fucking questions. And I don't know what to say to them Cause I probably was just out with my friends I've been always tripping over who I meet But I know you're not the one for me Doesn't matter cause we both agree It's just jealousy Yeah, you only want some company Doesn't matter if it comes from me Girl, you know we probably both agree It's just Oh, 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 
Kicks me onto the floor These emotions are wearing me sore Fighting the gravity, a violent tragedy I'm afraid you're running away Cause I'm always a blame, it still feels the same with jealousy was love me by magnolia park which is a band from florida they're more of like alternative rock punk rock and that song was off of their dream eater ep released back in november 27 2020 this band they're all really young and they're all songwriters like all band members make their own lyric sets tracks it's really cool how they all come together they're definitely very well put together song i really do like the alternative sound that magnolia park has and i think if you're any kind of fan of alternative music you would definitely really enjoy them uh, so yeah there are also a lot of them are anime fans too which is great <laughs> he and i were talking we went from talking about the music talking about cancer culture talking about anime for almost like an hour and a half i had to edit some of it out because of how long it was but we just went right in there it is cool when you get a guest i know like it's a pain to really have to go through and edit but if you have a guest that kind of smoothly transitions from topic to topic and like you do as well because you guys just click so much it is very impressive and sometimes it doesn't happen all the time but when you get
get those where it's just like super easy, like you don't even have to look at any notes or anything like that. It just makes the interview so much better. It makes it more fun too and more sincere. Like that's another thing that I love about it. I think so. I know some people sometimes overthink like what a podcast is and the best way I describe it is it's just people talking. That is really what it is. It is a conversation. Yes, you have to hit some high points, especially if you're talking about a guest, you know, if they have something new coming up that you have to talk about it. The bottom line, a podcast is just a conversation. And it can go north, south, east, and west, depending on the guest. Oh, all right. That was good. That was improv. <laughs> this whole show is improv, though, so... It is, but it's so much fun. We do have a format, if anyone is wondering. We do have a format. We have the songs we have. We don't just throw out songs. We actually have them written down. But everything you're usually hearing is not written down. The only thing written down is the songs, and that is it. Everything else is just me and him having a blast. And we hope everyone listening is having one, too. And right now is some picks of my choosing again, because, again, I'm the co-host. Uh, this band is out of the Chicago area. I had the opportunity to see them in a February. They are Dark Sun. What I really like about them is they're a really great grunge band. It's like Alice in Chains style grunge music. I don't see too many newer grunge bands unless it's like the legacy bands like Alice in Chains and other bands like that. So it's cool that uh, an up-and-coming band is doing that style of music. They have a new album Spine that'll be coming out in April, so make sure to check that out as well. But what are your thoughts on Dark Sun? Dude, honestly, I love grunge in its entirety. So seeing bands come back to that and starting up in that is just a glorious sight to behold because not many people do it anymore. It's like one of those really hard to find genres unless you go back to the old stuff from the 90s. But seeing new bands really get into it makes me so happy. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So make sure to check out Dark Sun. Again, they got the new album Spine coming out, but you're going to hear a new uh, song off Spine because you get a nice little first listen here and first listen media. Oh, you said it! Uh, because I had the opportunity to pick up their album at the show. So here is Drowning by Dark Sun.
And then coming back, a little bit of punk rock with that last one. That was Sudden Death by Freedom. And this song, Sudden Death, has a very unique backstory. I don't think you're even familiar with it. It was in the email that I got for this band. So that song is based off an incident that happened. So Torstein was hanging up posters. Uh, he was being a street team for a band and he uh, jumped off some stairs. He didn't know how far he thought it was just a short drop, but he actually dropped farther than what he thought. Due to that, he got a uh, concussion and tinnitus resulting from the concussion. And it took about two years to actually feel normal again. Uh, and I've had a concussion and tinnitus because of it it is not fun uh it really messes with your mind because it's just a constant ringing or buzzing noise it doesn't go away nothing really helps either so i really related to this because i had you know a similar incident happened to myself because of a concussion by the way if you get a concussion it's no joke take it very seriously uh so it's just cool that kind of related to it in a way i didn't expect to that's intense and it kind of sucks, especially for a musician or someone who really enjoys music like us, that having that tinnitus, it doesn't allow you to enjoy music. And as we know, that music is a very powerful tool that we obviously listen to on a daily basis. It really uh, deprives you of that. It's insanity at its finest because tinnitus is no joke. No, it will make you lose your mind. Unfortunately, uh, there's people who committed suicide because of the tinnitus it just doesn't stop. So it's an unfortunate thing to happen. It's very sad, too. It breaks my heart. It really does. Definitely does. But enough about heartbreak. Let's get back into a happy mood. We are going to play another band from DI, final one for this broadcast, and it will be Spider Accomplice with their new song, Crawl. I love Spider Accomplice. It's so insane to think that they're a two-piece because of the energy they bring to the table. It's nuts. Yeah, it really is. And what I like about them, yeah, obviously they are a two-piece, so they have to have backing tracks like when they perform songs. But uh, hearing them and the way they talk, obviously they take a lot of things very seriously, as they are because they're professionals. But what I mean is that actually only having two members has allowed the creative process to flow better. They work very well together. They don't have to account for extra band members to try to participate or, you know, try to get paid or whatever. It's just these are the two members who work the best together and who wanted to make this project, The Spider Accomplice, possible and to continue that name. It makes the most sense. Like, I know they've talked about it before about why they're only a two-piece. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And it actually frees them of, like, creative differences, gridlock, and things like that. And they can just really let the music flow and have a great time doing it. Yeah, and that's also why I like them. With two-piece, it's pretty easy well not easy it was easier than a full band sometimes because their mindsets will be more in tune with each other than like a five piece yeah and i think again you don't have to account for the extra band members who you like working with you, you already kind of know so you don't have to go through the process of feeling each person out you already know their mindset and you can work with them very well i think being two piece it works for them very well oh yeah Most definitely. They've definitely pulled that off really well. And without further ado, here is Crawl. Slowly I move, slide on back, interesting and turning again. The earth breathes through scales that protect me. Each day I'm losing the fight I crawl out of my skin And see who I am All that I might have been Keeps me crawling back again 
And bringing that back was a new debut song from my friends Echo 7 from Canada. And this song is Keep From Breaking. This band, I worked with them a long time ago. And they were one of the most fun bands I've worked with. Because one dude was shopping at Walmart, I think, when we were all recording. So I'm seeing him go through the aisles, get in his car. And it's just like, one guy's in his car. One's in their bedroom. One's in the kitchen. And everyone's just laughing at each other. Because the guy forgot to turn his mic on. One of the members grabbed a paper towel and wrote, your mic is on mute. And put it up on the screen. Just so he'd actually fix his mic. It was funny. Did the guy save money uh, at Walmart? Was he getting some good deals at Walmart? Probably. Who knows? But still, it was great. Like, they were so much fun. They were one of the few bands where I had to film twice to get everything in. And we even did, um, I even messed around with the effects. Like, I did the bleeping effect with the screen, how it does all the different colors and crap. Because of the guy's screen kept messing up with the mic and stuff. And it was, it was comedy gold. It is cool. I don't, uh, usually have people, like, outside of, like, their home or studio, uh, do interviews. I did have one person driving, which, by the way, I have to legally say, do not do, uh, do not do an interview while driving. It is not recommended. Uh, do I. <laughs> that comes from uh, my lawyers, so I have to legally say that. But uh, overall, it was, it was very fun. Uh, it was a very short interview, obviously, because the guy was driving. But that was cool. And one guy was in his uh, car. He just got done uh, sneaker shopping. Unfortunately, he didn't find the Jordans he wanted, so he left empty-handed. Aw. Dude, I, we have some... F- freaking crazy recording stories we still have an episode of just that like where we have people our funniest stories on interviews and where people have recorded from because there's one guy he recorded from his tour van because they were preparing for a gig so i just see him in his van and we're just talking great yeah, dude I've too i've had a few like that like i caught them on tour so it was like the only day that they had like they were just traveling i had a wild street they did the interview at a rest stop in the middle of a cornfield in iowa i have thought about doing a behind the scenes or crazy stories type of podcast because I think we have some really great ones. What we've experienced, like where people have done interviews or like, you know, crazy uh, concert in-person interviews. You know, I do my in-person, just like the crazy stuff that happens during that or just the unpredictable stuff that happens during that. So I definitely got some stories. I think it would be interesting, but I don't know if like, if people want that, we can definitely make we it We should. Happen. That'd be great. Cornfields, huh? Did they, did they see any UFOs or like the little the little symbols in the cornfields? <laughs> it was during the day and they didn't, uh, didn't say anything about that. But I mean, I actually I should have asked. I said, oh, you're surrounded by cornfields. Do you see any UFOs? Are they taking any cows? The aliens are real. The truth is out there. All right. Well, let's get back into the tunes. And these are two more of my picks from my friends up at Big Eleanor Records from good old Lancaster, Pennsylvania. The first song we're going to play from you is from Homemade Ski Mask, and it is Boogie Woogie. These two guys are so full of energy. These next two are two pieces. So much energy with their music and so much style. It's like, um, how do I put it? Punk rock from like the 90s. That's kind of how I see their style, and I love that too, because I'm a huge like punk rock fan as well. And I just love like I stopped saying it like that, but it's true. I just love seeing all of like the old school styles coming back. It makes yeah, we're going to have to get a thesaurus uh, of different adjectives to use. I really enjoy that they bring back these old school genres and styles. Classic rock, I think, was the first one, like with like Greta Van Fleet, Dirty Honey. I think those really brought back the classic rock. And then you got pop punk, which was sort of making a comeback. I know a lot of the pop punk bands either went to the pop side or went to like the rock side. There's some still kind of doing that pop punk style, and I do hope that comes back as well. And then you got grunge, like we were just talking with Dark Sun, who just played very recently and now we got homemade ski mats with like that 90s punk that you were talking about yeah man, without further ado here is boogie woogie let's spin it
segregation is death tax. with Boogie Woogie was Segregationist Death Pact by Advocate, which is also a two-piece from Big Eleanor Records. Danny Nono and his partner, great, great guys. And Danny's actually part of both acts, Homemade, Ski Mask, and Advocate. And their music, it's like I said, early 90s punk. They have the same vibe, same energy, and that's what makes playing their songs so easy to pair up. Like when I'm putting these lists together, if I'm doing Homemade, Ski Mask, and Advocate, it's so easy to play their stuff together because their vibes, their wavelengths, it's all on the same channel. It just flows flawlessly. Yeah, it kind of helps, especially with there's one member in each of those bands. So uh, that helps. And it's cool. Uh, again, some more punk rock music. I really enjoy punk rock music from all the decades. I was talking to someone on Twitter about it, and I was like, you really can't nail down a decade that punk rock was good because they have bands from every decade that was really good. But yes, with Advocat, really great stuff. And again, bring back that punk rock music that, again, we need more punk rock bands because that genre is pretty sparse. There's not a lot in that style of music. Blinkity 2, please come back. <laughs> Yeah, not so much on the pop side for them, too. Yeah. But that is for another podcast and another time. Uh, So we're going to be spinning our last track. And yes, you're probably wondering, wow, it's already our last track. These guys will stop talking after a while. Yes, we will. This one is from another lost year out of Michigan. This is Armed and Dangerous, stylized very differently, if you'll see in the description. But what I really like about this, it has some pop elements in there. I know we were just talking about pop music, but it does have some pop elements in there, like the way the style of the vocals, a little bit. In the guitar as well but this song will become a hard rocker as the song progresses and also it, it's very catchy because it does have those pop elements and influences in there exactly and i know i use i know i use these words all the time but it's like you can't help but see the beauty in underground music because mainstream takes up almost everything but People fail to realize how good the underground truly is. That's why we all do underground here, even though I listen to a lot of mainstream stuff too. Like we work with underground, we play underground and we support the underground because there's so much love that they need that they are always just giving out to the people they listen to. 100% and they really do care about their fans. And I think that's a very important part of that. I think that's why we we do what we do as well. Uh, with another last year, they recently like made a comeback in 2010, 2011. They did have a track hit number 
one on rock radio charts. And I thought that was really cool. And then they didn't really do a whole lot in the later half of the decade. So now they're back. They're signed to God Size Records. And they're pumping out some really great music. I had the opportunity to see them live when I saw Dark Sun. And they put on a really great show. A lot of energy. And you can kind of tell they're just there to have a really great time. Exactly. That's that's what I love about music, man. Everyone's there to just join in the vibe and the fun of it. That's why I loved Warp Tour back when it was a thing. Everyone's there for the energy and the music. You could be a random person meeting another random person who's into completely different shit, like everything from religious background to hobby to everything in between. But you guys could bond instantly at a music festival. A really great place because your background and beliefs really don't matter too much. It's like we're here for the music. We bond because of the music. And yeah, we might have differing opinions about whatever else is going on in the world, but we can agree that we really enjoy this music. I think that's what really brings people together, and that's why music unites people. Music is the only universal language I will ever respect. Because math is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Can't say that. Anyway, without uh, any further... Uh, Math is semi-needed. Fine, we'll take that. You're just trying to get us in trouble with a legal department that we don't have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, without any further ado, this is Armed and Dangerous by Another Lost Year. Give it a listen.
Once again, that was Armed and Dangerous by Another Lost Year, and uh, we'll be wrapping up this episode very soon. I gotta thank Zach for uh, allowing me to be on again. I'm gonna close it out real quick. I will say, uh, if you liked anything of what I was saying, if you liked any of my opinions or music that I played, make sure to check out Super Cool Radio at Super Cool Radio SB on Instagram and Facebook. Every Friday, I host a one-hour show that features some amazing music, like some of the tracks you heard on this episode. Make sure to check it out at anchor.fm slash supercoolradio. Please go follow my friend, awesome dude. And of course, man, we're the dream team here. The music A-team, you and I. It's always so much fun having you here, and I couldn't do this without you. Like, sure, I could play all my own music, but it's not as fun without a co-host because we bring so much energy to this. We have good synchronization, etc. And that last song was simply beautiful and a great way to end this, honestly. And I hope everyone here has a fantastic rest of your month week, year, etc. Like, I want everyone to make sure you're having a good day and take care of yourself. And if you ever need a music to cheer yourself up, you got us and you got the whole underground to choose from. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) 